appreciate getting to be here this evening. Appreciate everybody that's made it out this way. Uh, thankful for any visitors we have. Good to have Brother Israel and his family with us this evening. Uh, Terry asked us to, to cover tonight, too. I told people, I said, I'm excited because I just have to open up, and then the job's taken care of. But uh, I, I appreciate them, and, and I'll say this. What a help Israel has been in my life. And uh, I'm not trying to brag on him in any way, and he would tell you it's been the Lord. Uh, but I was just a young kid, uh, and Israel was one of the first preachers to give me an appointment. And, uh, man, I'm thankful for that, thankful for what God's done in my life. And I'm not bragging on me in any way either. But what a help God has been, Israel. Thank God for that. I appreciate him, appreciate his family being here. And I'm looking forward to what the Lord's going to do. Uh, I'm looking forward to praising and worshiping him tonight. And uh, I want to read this scripture just, just real short. And the, the third chapter of the book of Philippians, and the, the third, third chapter and the 13th verse says, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. Paul said, I press toward the mark for the prize of the whole calling of God in Christ Jesus. It's important today that we're pressing forward towards the mark, but to do that, we've got to forget the things behind us. We've got to let them go and reach out and press for the future. Thank God for that. I appreciate getting to be here. Looking forward to what the Lord's going to do. You pray for Israel uh, tonight as he, he, he's come to preach for us. But we'll pray, turn over the choir. Our Heavenly Father, God, we thank you once again, God, for your goodness, God, your grace. And God, thankful for the day we've had in you. God, thankful for your precious, loving spirit. God, what a help today. And God, thankful for your hand on our lives. God, your guiding hand. God, thankful, God, that we're able to press toward the mark. God, pray you'd help us every day we live, God, to press toward. God, we wouldn't be stagnant. God, but we would press with everything in us, God, toward the mark of the high calling. God, help us, lead us, and guide us in this service. God, bless everything from the beginning to the end. God, the choir singing. God, just help us in this hour. God, bless the preacher. In Jesus' name, amen. Turn it over to Brother Taylor in the choir. Page 40.
appreciate the choir tonight. Appreciate what they were singing about. And um, as they began to sing about that song, the songs of Rock of Ages, uh, my mind went to a song that said, I, I cast my anchor on the far side of Jordan. And I'm glad I'm not hoping in things from this earth, uh, but rather heavenly things that are on the other side. And uh, so many men today are looking for something of this earth, but they're missing it. It's all about him. It's all about getting on the other side. But I appreciate being here. appreciate the choir. appreciate what this thing about. But at this time, I we'll ask everybody seated to stand. We want at this time, if anybody would have an unspoken prayer request on their heart, just remember all those. Anyone this evening with a spoken prayer request. that. I know we've got a lot that are out and sick right now, so remember all of them. Remember my wife and kids. say it so much, but remember this service and pray that conviction would go out. I'd love to see somebody, whether you're lost or whether you're not in the right place right now, I'd love to see somebody get right with God, no matter the circumstance. And uh, That's what we're here for at the end of the day. I, 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 it gives me joy to see things like that happen. So, uh, looking forward to that. Just pray for that. Anybody else with anything tonight?
this time if anybody would have a, a song or a testimony in their heart, anything at all. Oh, Lord. Anyone at all with a song or a testimony? and lands I may not own, wealth or riches to behold, a little person in this world I may be, and I can't keep up with the times, I've got heaven on my mind, I claim Jesus first and that's enough I claim Jesus first of all, He will answer when I call. For I know that I'm a soul, the sun set free. I am God's own child by birth, the highest honor on this earth. I claim Jesus first, and that's enough for me some folks they live on their wealth and pride i may be poor but i'm satisfied great jehovah he owns it all don't you see and underneath his loving wings i'm as happy as a king I claim Jesus first, and that's enough for me. And oh, how precious is His grace when you know the time and place. When you quit this world of sin down on your knees. And once He caught my fallen soul, now it's better felt than told. I claim Jesus first, and that's enough for me. I claim Jesus first of all. He will answer when I call. For I know that I'm a soul, the sunset free. I am God's own child by birth, the 
the highest honor on this earth. I claim Jesus first, and that's enough for me. I claim Jesus first, and that's enough for me. on this one. <laughs> uh, I appreciate being here. It's been a good day. The Lord blessed us with a good homecoming at St. Mary's. Uh, naturally, ain't got a lot of voice left, but I felt the spirit is real. That's all I cared about. I might get up there and bark at you for a little bit, but if the Lord's in it, I'm willing to do it. But you pray for us. We'll do the best we can on this. <laughs> Yes. 
Feeling those good songs. Good to feel the Lord. Sometimes that just don't matter where it's at. It's just good to feel the Lord. Uh, and you can feel Him if you belong to Him. I thought about this. They were such wonderful singing. I'm telling you, God really blessed. Powerful. I'm glad that God can take a nobody and make him somebody. And only he can do it. Uh, like that song, I claim Jesus. Uh, it's the greatest thing on earth. Being born again is the greatest thing on earth. Uh, appreciate being here. I'm going to say this. Appreciate Joan Kelly being with us. Glad to have some of Smyrna with us. Um, we appreciate her church and glad they stayed. They didn't have to, um, but I appreciate them for doing so. And uh, Kelly and Joel got together. I told Kelly, I said, now you ain't taking my Sunday school teacher. And she took me serious. Um, but we didn't lose her Sunday school teacher, but we gained a whole lot of goodness. We gained Kelly and her boys and God's really blessed them there, and I appreciate that. And uh, I'm looking for more. Um, I like what Cooper said. Everything's behind you is gone. And you can't go back and change nothing, Sally. I w sometimes I wish I could. 
I don't know about anybody else, but I wish I could. But I can't. And I got in my heart to say this. Uh, Y'all pray. I need your prayers. Uh, I don't. I don't want Israel to have an ounce to do with anything. I want the Lord to show up. And if he don't, I know where my seat's at. Believe you me, I was about 15 years old and I tried it without him. I'll never want to do that again. That's rough. Trying to do something without him. It's rough. So, whatever your past is, if you've denied God maybe a hundred times, I'm, I'm just putting a number out there making it sound high. Maybe he's knocked on your heart and you've told me no over and over and over again. Tonight, why don't you just say yes? That, that'd be good. That'd be a change. It'd be different, but it'd be good. And I want to preach to you this tonight, if God be my helper, getting more than you expect. That, that's, that's what my thought is. And I want to, I'm going to turn to the book of Ruth here in just a minute, uh, in the first chapter of the book of Ruth. And I'm probably going to read one very familiar scripture, uh, and, and maybe uh, two, two verses there. Uh, and I can about quote them without even reading them. I, I love them so much. But... Uh, I want to say this, and we'll give you some background on this little woman named Ruth, if that be all right. And uh, Y'all pray. Um, I, I don't know, most of y'all probably know what Moab is and what a Moabitess was, and they come from the land of Moab. And uh, just give you a little history of Moab. The, the uh, lot was down there with Abraham, and uh, they became strife between them, man. Uh, the Bible said that Abraham looked at him and said, Now, Lot, you go with your... Now, listen, Abraham loved Lot. He loved him. And he said, Now, Lot, you pick which way you want to go. He said, These strifes between our herdsmen, and uh, you pick which way you want to go, and I'll go the other way. And uh, so Lot looked down there at the plains of, uh, of Sodom, and he said, I'll go down there. It's well watered. And uh, he said he made his journey down there. And we know Lot got in a lot of trouble in that land, and... Uh, God came by and he spared him and he brought him out and uh, said as he was coming out, his wife began to look at him and, or look back and when she did, she turned to a pillar of salt and uh, they got up there to a cave and y'all know the story, his daughters got him drunk and they laid with him and uh, they had some children and one of those children's name was Moab and, and Moab went down and made a great nation down here and uh, that's where the Moabites came from. They uh, they came from Moab, and they were descendants of that. Uh, so this little woman, uh, this little woman Ruth, was a descendant of Abraham, and uh, she's down here in the land and don't even know nothing about the God of Abraham. She, uh, the Moabites, if you uh, research them, they uh, they just went plumb off the rail. They started serving false gods, and they even took Israel captive a few times. And you can read that during. Uh, this period of time, and now uh, we've come down to a great famine in the land of Israel. And uh, Naomi and her husband, uh, uh, they begin to make a journey down to uh, Moab because there was some food down there, and they it looked like it might be better than where they were at. And I, I'll get to this first in a minute. Y'all pray. And uh, said so when they got down there, said 
uh, it cost her a lot when she got down there. Her husband died, and you know the story, and her, her sons have died, and now she's left with two daughter-in-laws, and, uh, Ruth and Ofa. And uh, when she gets down here, and uh, she says, now I'm going to go back to where I ought to be at, uh, my people. Um, uh, now she's got these two daughter-in-laws, and she says, now listen, uh, you're not of that land, and uh, you don't know nothing about it. Maybe I'll just stay here and go back to your home. I, I don't have any sons. I'm old. I, I can't have any children. And if I did, would you want to wait around on them? And uh, Orpha, she just kissed her and she just went on. And uh, Ruth looked at her and said these words, the 16th verse of the first chapter. And it said, And Ruth said, Entreat me uh, not to leave thee or to return from following after thee. Uh, for whether thou goest, I will go. And uh, where thou lodgest, I will lodge. And thy people uh, shall be my people. And thy God shall be my God. And where thou diest, I die. And there will I be buried. The Lord is so, do so to me. And more also, if aught but death part thee and me. And that's what we felt like reading, y'all. Uh, pray for a moment. I thought about this verse and uh, I thought about Ruth as she uh, began to take her journey. She had no idea what to expect when she got there. Uh, uh, Ruth was a Moabitess and uh, she grew up in the land of Moab and, uh, and had no idea uh, about the children of God except for uh, uh, what she had saw in Naomi's life and, and was raised in her household. Uh, uh, so she had no idea uh, up there what to expect when she got there. And, and the Bible said they got there in Naomi. Uh, uh, they looked at her and said, Naomi, she said, don't call me Naomi. Uh, uh, call me Myra. Uh, uh, for I've sinned uh, uh, against God and His people. And, and listen, already set an example uh, uh, for the daughter-in-law, uh, uh, which is to ask forgiveness uh, of God's people. Uh, uh, when you've been out or wrong, uh, uh, we ought to ask forgiveness. Uh, amen. Confess your sins to one another. Uh, uh, listen, uh, uh, they didn't go down the line and ask her, all about all the wrong she had done. She just come back and repented and they said alright. And it was good. And Naomi took her place. And now she's got this little daughter-in-law. And she says, now Ruth, boys, I'm telling you, Ruth did not know what she was about to get. Yes, sir. You remember when she came into that city, they said, who is that with Naomi? And one of them said, that's that little Moabitess. That old damsel. She was labeled a sinner. Amen. Listen, when you was called a Moabite, that meant you were trash. I'm just telling you the truth. Israel had no dealings with those folks. Amen. They were ungodly. They were unruly. They were not of the children of God. So the Moabs, boy, those Moabites, that was a bad name they gave her. It wasn't a good one. And so Ruth, I've been called the Moabitess. She comes into that city and she says, now Ruth, here it is. You've got to go down there and glean in the field so we can have some food. Amen. Ain't you glad God intervenes? Amen. And he put a 
her right in the right place. And she gets down there and she begins to glean. And there's a man named Boaz. Yes, sir. Boys, I want to tell you something. Do you remember the promise God made to Abraham? Yes, sir. He take care of his seed. Here he is about to fulfill the promise that he made to him. Now, this is a lot's descendant right here down there in the field, gleaning in the field. And the Bible said Boaz looked at him and they said, who is that little damsel? And they said, it's Ruth the Moabitess. She came back with Naomi. Yes, sir. He said, I'll tell you what I want you to do. Leave her a handful with purpose. Amen. I'm glad what God does, he does on purpose with a purpose. Amen. Everything that happens in your life has a purpose. And God did it on purpose. Amen. Nothing by chance. Amen. I'll say that. The year, it seemed like. Amen. Hey, y'all just pray for a minute. Amen. Jewel, tell I want to tell you what Jewel says at church. I'm going to pick on him for a minute. Amen. Before he ever found a wife, before Kelly ever came in the picture, Joel got up one time and his testimony was this. Hey, if God would have me to be with somebody, I want God to give me somebody. Now this ain't verbatim. But he said, if not, and I'll be alone. I just want to do for God. Amen. It wasn't long after that. Here come a little lady in his life. Amen. And boys, I want to tell you what. It wasn't by coincidence or chance. It wasn't just by some circumstance that we did a Zoom Sunday school and Kelly joined us. Amen. What God does, He does on purpose with a purpose. Amen. Wasn't by coincidence she just walked into Boaz's field. Amen. God purposed for her to be in Boaz's field. Amen. Preachers, at the end there, the story gets better. You just pray. Amen. She gets down there. She comes back to where Naomi's at. And she said, Where'd you get all that at? <laughs> Amen. My goodness, I'm putting it in my words, if that'd be all right. My goodness, that's more than I'd ever imagine you bring back. And she said, I got it down there in that field. And boy, Naomi knew right away that was Boaz's field. And she said, well, I'll tell you what, don't glean anywhere else. Amen, that's a dear kinsman. Amen, and even Boaz said, you glean in my field, and my field only. Don't you go looking anywhere else. Hey, can I preach this? Amen. You listen to me and I don't know if anybody's doing it. I'm just going to follow the Lord. Amen. Ain't no need in church shopping. Amen. When God's got you in a place, He's got you in a place. Amen. If you need to glean in that field, when you go glean in another, you'll not get what you need unless you glean in a field God puts you in. He said, don't go nowhere else. Naomi told her, said, now listen, here's what I want you to do. The harvest is coming. So I want you to go in Boaz's chamber and lay at his feet and ask him for direction. Went in. Boaz got done eating and drinking. He came in and lay down and the little damsel was laying there. He said, who is that? She said, it's thy maiden Ruth. 
Yeah, he said, what is it? She said, I'm waiting on instructions. Hey, man, he said, I tell you what, don't you go anywhere else. But you glean in my field and mine only. He said, but I do have a brother, a nearer kinsman than I. He said, I've got to meet with him. Hey, man, I'm tell you what, you want to talk about love at first sight. Hey, man, that was love at first sight. Hey, man, Boaz saw her and he fell in love with her. Hey, man, nobody else thought her to be much. She's just a little Moabitess. Yes, sir, ungodly a woman. Hey man, probably some people, hey can I just be honest probably some people sneered their nose at her and looked at her and said that's just a little more. She'll never amount to anything. No sir, I don't even know why Naomi brought her back with her. I'm going to tell you why Naomi did. Because she said I'm not leaving you. I'll go wherever you go. I'll lodge where you lodge. Matter of fact I'll die where you die. Yes sir. And thy God's going to be my God. Thy people's going to be my people. I'm not leaving. I'm going to stay with you. Amen. We need a few more folks to be like that with the church, don't we? Man, I'm going to stay with you. Don't matter what happens, I'm going to stay with you. Amen. If you ever want to see a representation of the law church and the grace church, you just read about Naomi and Ruth. Amen. Yes, sir. Boys, I want to tell you what. Uh, you listen to me. Uh, uh, trouble may come. Uh, hey, I don't know why I'm preaching this, but I want to preach my heart. Uh, hey, it might get down. Uh, it might get troublesome. Uh, it might get weary. Uh, and you might feel like uh, that you just can't make it. Uh, but I promise you, God's got a purpose. Uh, amen. Uh, for what you're going through. Uh, it'll help you. Uh, amen. And you don't have to do anything uh, but hold on to Him. Uh, amen. Uh, and stay with the church. Worst thing you do, get upset and leave the church. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Then you ain't got nobody. You run to the world. I won't tell you what I ran to them one time. They left me high and dry. Sure did. I got back in church. I thought I thought them folks were my friends. I got back in church and they never wanted nothing to do with me again. And man, never saw them no more. I wasn't doing what they were doing anymore, and they didn't want nothing to do with me. Gone. High and dry. Hey man, but I'm going to tell you, the folks that I ran from and hid from, uh, the very ones that I didn't want to see at Walmart, uh, the very ones that I would hide when they'd come around the corner, hey man, my dad would pull in and the deacon from Providence would be sitting there. I'd say, Dad, get out of here. Let's go. I don't want to talk to him. And he'd walk over and lean right in my window and look at me right dead in the eye and say, Now you're a dad. You got a child. You need to get in church. Hey man, I didn't want to hear that blame. I didn't want him to tell me those things but the very ones that I didn't want to talk to were the very ones that was on their knees on the altar somewhere praying for me holding on to hope for me loving me when I didn't even know how to love myself they were trying to get me back in the graces of God Amen you think they're against you you think they're judging you you think all kinds of things when you're in sin. But I'm telling you, they're not. They're praying for you. They love you. 
and all they want is what's best for you. You know what? Naomi didn't say no to Ruth. She gave her a choice. Hey, ain't that just like the church? Hey Amen. Ain't nobody made you be here tonight. No, sir. Amen. I appreciate you for coming out of obligation. I appreciate that you came because you felt like it was a duty. But you all came because you got to. And you all came because you wanted to. Amen. And if you did, hey, praise the Lord. Amen. Because that's when you get right where God's at when you come because you want to. When she saw, the Bible said, when she saw, she was determined. She just went on her way. And Ruth went with her. Amen. You ever, ever been determined? Amen. I, I've been determined a few times in the wrong manner, ain't you? You ask my wife, I want something, I want it right then. I ain't waiting. Amen. Blaine, I don't know how you ordered a car. I went crazy. I tried to put a watch in Lailway one time. Went back next day and bought it. I want it when I want it. I want it right now. I'm just that guy. I can't help it. That's just who I am. I've been determined a few times that I wanted something, some, and I'm going to tell you what happened. It's got me in trouble a few times. Amen. But I've been determined to go wherever the church is and go wherever God wants me to go. And I get my heart determined there. Amen. Not only do I say, entreat me not to leave thee, but he also says, hey, I'll walk with you also. Amen. Naomi, when she said, entreat me not to leave thee or to return from following after it, she didn't get way ahead of her. And she walked with her on the journey down there. And maybe she told her what to expect when she got there. Amen. You ever done that to a lost person? Try to tell them how good it is to be saved. Amen. You've been there. Can I just try to explain to you how good God is? And they look at you like you're crazy. Amen. Because they don't know. And that's probably how Ruth looked at Naomi. When she said, here's what to expect. I'm going to get back and them people's going to forgive me. They're going to love me. Amen. They're going to take us in. And Ruth probably looked at her like, mm, my people wouldn't do that. Amen. Where I'm at, wouldn't that wouldn't happen. Amen. But let me tell you something. All the things she told her, Ruth did not expect what was about to happen. Ruth the Moabitess. That was her title in the beginning. First few chapters. The book of Ruth, she's Ruth the Moabitess. Amen. Boaz goes outside the city, meets with his brother. He says, I don't want nothing to do with her. He looked at him and said, you've said it right in front of everybody. You don't want nothing to do with her. But boy, I do. Can I have her? He said, yeah, you can. Yeah. Ruth the Moabitess about to marry Boaz. Amen. A wealthy man, by the way. Didn't have to worry about where his meal was going to come from. Yeah, he had fields upon fields. He had all that he could ever desire. Ruth come from a place with nothing. Amen. Yeah. Came out from a place of sin. And here now, this man Boaz has fell in love with her and wants to be her husband. Amen. Well, she wasn't expecting that, was she? And let me tell you something. Amen. As a 10-year-old little boy, 
I went to church one night. Yeah, buddy. Poor and needy. Amen. I didn't know what I was about to get. Amen. I had no idea how good it was going to be. Amen. Listen, I didn't get saved in the church house, y'all. Most of you folks know my story. I told it at church camp. Amen. I, I didn't get saved in the church house. And, and going down there that night, the only thing I wanted was not go to hell. That's all I wanted. I, I didn't want anything else, Blaine. I, I wasn't worried about going to heaven. I, I wasn't worried about being part of the church. I, I like you, Russ. I wasn't worried about any of that stuff. All I was worried about was I needed to escape hell because it was on my trail death had found me yes sir and I was Israel the sinner amen now sin revived and I died and now I became black with sin amen and that was my title Israel the sinner amen and boys I got down there at that kitchen floor I got down there knowing Sam what I was going to Yet, not knowing how good it was going to be, not knowing what I was about to do. All I wanted to do was escape the feeling I was in. Amen. I will tell you, I was down to the point. I didn't care what I had to give up. I didn't care what I had to do. I just wanted to get out of hell. That was it. A preacher, where was he at? I was in hell already. Separated from the love of God sin had separated me amen not knowing how good it was going to be you know what I'm talking about <laughs> yeah you know what you remember I, can I ask you for a minute if you've been born again go back to that time amen you remember when you was a nobody you remember when you had nothing you remember being Ruth down there in the land of the ungodly? Amen. But I'm glad there's a church in the land. Amen. Naomi probably said, why in the world did I wind up down here with a purpose? Amen. For a purpose. God brought a little woman out of there. And her name was Ruth. And she was the only one, and I believe she was. It didn't matter. He still sent Naomi to get her. If I'd have been the only one, he still would have came. He still would have died. Here I was, a little nobody. Down there in East Tennessee. Some folks, when I talk, they think I'm from Southeast Kentucky. I'm right on the border. But I'm still across the border. Down there in Tennessee. And i tell you this. My dad was a carpenter. Douglas's did not have no big name in that area. We were nobodies. I'm just telling you the truth. Not trying to give you a pity party. It don't matter to me. I don't care what nobody thinks about me anymore. Amen. Because God took this nobody and it made him somebody. Amen. But he didn't save me because my last name was Douglas. He didn't save me because my dad was a preacher. He didn't save me because I went to church. Son. He didn't save me because I could quote John 3.16. He didn't save me because I went to Sunday school. He saved me because he loved me. 
Amen. And the same reason he brought that little Moabitess out of there because he loved her and he had a purpose for her. Amen. We'll get there in a minute. Amen. So listen. Now I'm just like her. I've got a bad title. I'm down there in the land of the ungodly. Here it is. Man, this man Jesus now. He's knocked at my heart. He wants to be my best friend. I didn't even realize that. Amen. All I know is he could help me get out of hell. Amen. And I needed him in order to get there. I didn't realize that he's going to stick with me. I didn't realize he was going to walk with me. I didn't realize that in the wee hours of midnight I'd be able to call on him and he would answer. I had no idea of what I was getting. I never could imagine or expect what God gave me that night. I prayed twice, y'all know that. Some of you do. I bargained with him. First time, I told him how good I was going to be, how much I was going to do for him. Got back up just as lost as I went down. He didn't have, I didn't have nothing to bargain with. I brought nothing. I don't read where Ruth went back and got anything. Do you? I don't know how far this journey Becky was. I, I don't know if they came out of Moab and she told them to turn around. I don't know if she was at her I don't know where, but I don't see anywhere where Ruth went back and got anything. She just went with her. See, God don't want anything from your past. He don't even care about it. He don't care how bad you've been. He don't care how many times you've turned him down. He don't care how many times you've said no. Matter of fact, he don't care if you used to not believe in him. You believe that? He doesn't matter to him that you didn't used to believe in him. It matters to him that your soul is going to hell. Second time I prayed, I'd love to tell you what I said. But I don't know. I have no idea what I said. I wish I did. I've heard people say they said this and they said that. I don't know what I said. All I know is when I bowed my head, I surrendered to God and He saved my soul. And peace came in. Joe, I didn't know He was going to feel that good. I didn't know He was going to be that rich. I didn't know He was going to be that powerful. I didn't know what to expect. And it wasn't a big clash of lightning outside or some big natural act. The lights didn't flicker. The house didn't shake. Nothing on the outside changed. I went down in the same clothes. I got up in, but something happened on the inside. And when it did, it made me feel good. And I wasn't worried about hell no more. Ruth the Moabitess. That was her title. Now Boaz has come in and he's redeemed her and he's married her. And at the end of the book, you know what her title is? Not Ruth the Boaz, Ruth, Boaz's wife. Amen. She left that old title of sin 
She got a new title. Amen. One that meant something in that area. Amen. One that was worth something. She became Ruth, Boaz's wife. Amen. And Boaz was a mighty man. Amen. And the people loved him. Amen. He was a somebody. He took a nobody. He married him. And he made him a somebody. Amen. So listen. He took this boy, Israel the sinner. And he made him Israel, a child of the king. Amen. He made him somebody. He wrote my name down in the Lamb's Book of Life. Amen. He made me somebody. Oh, and he saved my soul. He took a nobody that had nothing. And he gave me everything. No, sir, I went down with not a penny in my pocket. And I came up, I didn't have one. But my pockets were filled with diamonds and gold. Amen. I told them in seventh grade, they made fun of me in school because I couldn't wear name brand things. Amen. You know how kids are. Amen. They they picked at me because I didn't have name brand shoes. And they made fun of me. I was in the seventh grade. I walked in one day and they looked around. They talking about people with money. I said, I'm the richest one here. Amen. Boy, they both sat out laughing. They didn't know what I had on the inside. Amen. My dad's bank account might not have been much, but my father owned the cattle of a thousand hills. Amen. And he owns the hills also. And he prepared for me a mansion. Not a shack. Not a cabin. Amen. He prepared me a mansion. Amen. And he gave me an heir. And made me an heir and a joint heir with him. Amen. That what he has, I also have. Did you know that? You're a joint heir with Christ. Amen. The King of kings and the Lord of lords. I now am a joint heir with him. Watch, pretty amazing. Amen, preacher. He's got everything. Yeah, that's what he gave me. And if you don't have him, you don't know what I'm talking about. But I got way more than I ever expected. 33 years I've been saved. That's not as long as some of you folks. And that's probably longer than others. Amen. Some of you folks ain't even 33. Let alone been saved for 33 years. I'll say this. I've been saved for 33. And the longer I serve him, the sweeter he grows. The more that I learn about him, the more I learn what he did for me. Preacher, you mean you're still learning? He died and rose for you. That's it. No, no, don't you just say that. No, everything he's done in my life, he's done it for a purpose. Amen. He's done it to help me. He's done it to guide me. He's put me where he wants me. And he's helped me. Amen. Don't you say that. He ain't just died. He didn't just raise. Amen. He does everything up for me with a purpose. That was to redeem me, to save me. Now that I'm saved, He still loves me. Amen. He still wants me to have good. Preacher, how's your bank account look? Probably not much more than it did now that I got saved. <laughs> well, you said He wants you to have things. Yeah. I've got everything I could ever need. Preacher, what is it, Jesus? Tell me what else you need. Amen. 
I want a lot of things. I do. I'm human. Bought a 1,500 truck and I've been looking at 2,500. I'm, I'm human. Blind world. We ain't never satisfied over it. But I got everything I need when God saved me. I need nothing else. I got all my needs supplied through God's grace. And I ain't never went hungry. And I, here's a good thing. I ain't never done without him. And when I call on him, Blaine, he's there. Poor little me. That's a nobody still in the world. I don't mean much. My name ain't going to go down in history. I ain't going to be in bright lights somewhere. They're not going to put my name out there so people can see it. I ain't going to draw a crowd. I ain't going to do none of that stuff. But I tell you what, I got everything I could ever need when I got Jesus. And my name's recorded, guess where? In the Lamb's Book of Life. And I'm going to say this and I'll hush. Do you know who was present when he done it? Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He called them all together to bear witness of the recording of my name. That's something right there. All them patriarchs that made the book, amen, he got them all together. And he said, there's one more. I'm going to write his name down. You be a witness to it. I wrote his name in the Lamb's Book of Life. In my blood that can't be blotted out. Never can be blotted out. Wrote my name there. And all of heaven gathered around while he did it. That's pretty special. You know what he's still doing? When one gets saved, he's still calling all of heaven to witness the writing of another one. All of heaven rejoices when one gets saved. Amen. That's good news, ain't it? All of heaven, they rejoice. Because that's exactly... Do you know this king? you know Jesus gained nothing from his death and burial and resurrection? He was exactly king when he left. Had everything that he could ever imagine enthroned at the right hand of his father when he came down as a baby. And he died and he was raised from the dead. You know where he's sitting at? At the right hand of his father. His crown got no bigger. He didn't get more jewels. He didn't get more things. He didn't get anything else. Amen. The angels already worshipped him. The Bible said the elders laid their crowns at his feet. It said, holy is the Lamb of God. Amen. He gained nothing. Amen. But he came and he became lower than the angels. And he died for you and I that you and I might have uh, this heirship with Christ to redeem you and me. Did not redeem him. He was already king. Father, glorify me as I once was in the beginning. Amen. He gained nothing. Cooper, nothing. But he did that just for you and I. You know who gained from his death and who gained from his resurrection? I did. Amen. I did. I gained from it. He gained nothing from it, but I gained everything from it because Christ came for me and he knocked on my heart and I opened my door 
And I let him in. And he's been there ever since. Hey, Amen. Would it be all right if we got a song? Would that be okay? Hey, Amen. I want to overstep, but I'm going to follow the Lord. Hey, Amen. Maybe we'd stand for a moment. Maybe just give somebody an opportunity. Listen, you will get way more than you expect. Maybe in your mind, you've worked up this whole idea of what salvation is going to be like. Forget it, because it's better than that. Forget it, because you can never imagine how good it is until you're on this side of it. I had an idea, Barry. I was raised in church. I'd see people get up off the altar, and I'd say, boy, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. And boy, that was a good expectation, but I got way more than I could ever imagine. Way more than I ever thought it would be. They said it was good. I wanted to look at my dad. I was just 10. I didn't have the words back then. I wanted to look at him and say, you never told me it was this good. Instead, I described it the best way I could as a 10-year-old boy. And I said, Dad, it feels like Jesus has picked me up and put me in His arms. All I knew to tell Him is I felt safe. I felt okay. I wasn't worried anymore. I wasn't afraid. Take me home. I'll go to bed now. I'm not worried. Boys, I'm telling you, it's the best feeling you've ever felt in your life. You don't know how good it is until you've got it. Would you come? Do you need to pray as they sing? Come on. Well, I believe God might be speaking to somebody. Come on.
asked for one more verse, and I, I, he preached it so well and so good, but I just want to reiterate two of the things he said. He said, when Ruth came to Boaz, she didn't have anything to offer him. Right. Right. If you're here and lost, you've got nothing to offer him. Right. Right. Ruth, Ruth came as herself. He said, here I am. And Boaz took care of things. Don't think you're going to come to Jesus and he's not going to take care of you. He's never made a promise that he hasn't kept. One more thing I want to reiterate. If you're here and you've stepped away, he began to talk about gleaning in other fields. I've learned at this point in my life, when I step away and I try to glean in the fields of the world, they don't satisfy me. I've tried it. Listen, I've tried it many times. And every time, Israel, I walk out into those fields and I find myself turning around and walking back to the field I started yes, in. Yeah. Tonight, if you're here, God wants you back in His field. God says, I've got plenty. The harvest is plenty. Come and get fed. Come and get taken care of. Sing. And while God speaks, take this time and think for just a moment what He's done for you. If Ruth could testify, she would say, I was a nobody. And Boaz loved me anyway. He loved us anyway. Treat him like that tonight. I encourage you to sing when you're ready. Come if God's dealing with you. Come while he speaks. preach on that. There's so much in there. Did a, did a great job. Um, I don't feel like going any further. Um, I encourage you, if God has dealt with your heart, uh, first I pray that he would continue to give you opportunity. Uh, but I encourage you, come back and, and, and come back and see him. But uh, do we have a brotherhood meeting tonight out in the fellowship hall? Uh, do we have any announcements or anything? Anybody with any announcements or anything? I'll ask if all anybody's got anything like can you say anything on, on their heart at all Pray for Israel and them as they travel home tonight. Pray God keep them safe.
I'll ask everybody, if you're able, if you're seated, to stand, and then we'll ask Brother Neil to pray this message. Lord, we're thankful for another opportunity, Lord. We're thankful for the message and the messenger, Lord. But it's asking you to watch over them as they travel, Lord, but we're thankful they came this way. Lord, we'll return you away, Lord. We just ask you to just let them come back and, uh, Lord, just seek, Lord. Just make sure they're trying to glean in the right field, Lord. We're just thankful for all that you do. 